This is Pete Moore. I want to tell you about a company that is going to change the entire recruiting in the Halo sector. The company's called GamePlan. We are GamePlan.com. What they do is they connect employer brands with D1, D2, D3 athletes across the country. They power the software that allows these employers to get in front of tens of thousands of athletes. If you watch the NCAA tournament, the hustle, grit, preparation, determination, and absolute desire to win embodies every athlete out there. Now you're gonna be able to put your brand in front of those athletes, start to get them to understand after their college career, they can get into the halo sector, go work at a studio, a health club, fitness equipment company, supplements, anything related to this industry, they can now parlay those skills and bring it into the sports and fitness industry that we are going to have the best athletes become the best employees and create the best companies. And that is the future of Halo. One, two, three, Halo. We are gameplan.com. Check it out. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. We're going international into Ireland with the Punishers. And we're going to talk about Spartan Ram. We've got JP and Dermot coming in from Ireland to close out a week on a Friday. We're going to learn about what they're up to over there and maybe some things that we should be doing over here. So welcome to the show, guys. Cheers, Pete. Thanks. Thank you, Pete. Good to be here. Awesome. So why don't you give us some background on you know, what brought you into the industry? Um, I know you guys were uh, athletes and athletes kind of gravitate towards, you know, jobs that kind of feel like I'm on a team and I still want to win every day versus, um, you know, maybe checking into an Excel model and a, uh, in a PowerPoint slide, which probably is not up your guys alley. Um, or not the first choice. So give us the, the, uh, the sports accolades and we'll go from there. Yeah, so we 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 played uh, sport at a high level here in Ireland. We played Gaelic games, uh, which is the national sports for uh, maybe fifteen years from our early twenties to our mid thirties, and that was a it was a, at a high level involved a high level of training, uh, a lot of dedication, and really takes up most of your life during that period of time. Um, I suppose we were introduced to different modalities of training and. Um, Power bags was definitely one of the one of the tools that we would have used for a long time, or, or sandbags. Uh, but we we noticed a problem with them is that very simple problem is that they were always bursting. And as we came towards the end of our careers, we we um, we started a different company called Gaelic Performance, which was selling product into the Gaelic Games market. And we decided that look, we need to look at developing some sort of product that would suit the needs of of the Gaelic games market, which was mainly a lot of outdoor training, um, a lot of wet weather, a lot of cold weather. And uh, it brought us around to developing the product, the Ram. So I've got two Rams in my apartment in Manhattan Beach. I'm not there right now, and I don't have a good security system, so I'm not going to give you my address for anybody listening here. But I got two Rams. Uh, I believe I got a 25 and a 55. Uh, very simple product, but very, you know, smartly engineered. And um, so, so why don't you talk about, you know, from the bags breaking, but actually like the material that you used and, you know, the durability of that. And also, you know, you got size requirements, you got shipping, you know, and so on and so forth. So talk about the engineering side of it. Yeah, well, uh, first of all, we do have quite a strong green ethos to the company. 
um, you know, the world, we need to, the way we live in the world, we all need to approach it slightly different. You know, we, we can't abuse it the way it has been abused for, for centuries now at this stage. So, so basically the, the concept of the actual RAM itself is, what, what, sorry, Pete, before I, I, I carry on, what RAM actually stands for, which we get yeah. asked quite a lot, is actually recycle and move. And the reason why it's actually called that is uh, the RAM itself is made from recycled tires. Oh, okay. uh, and then obviously it's a, it's a piece of exercise equipment. So movement is a big thing. So uh, the RAM itself is very much a functional movement uh, piece of equipment. So that, that's where RAM, that's, that's how the name came about. And, so and, yeah, we'll, we'll show some things on, on, the, uh, on the show notes and maybe an image of the product. But just before we move on there, the product is very dense and very heavy. So talk about, you know, I don't know if it's like a, like a concentrate to like add water to, but like how many tires are actually in there? Because it's pretty, yeah. it's not just one or two, I'm assuming. I, yeah. I don't want to guess it, like the price it, it, is it, right, it, but it, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. In, in each RAM, there's, there's two tires in okay. each RAM. So, uh, so up to 22 pounds, it's, it's solid rubber. And then uh, obviously it's very important that we keep the, the sizes relatively the same size shoulder width because you don't want to over strain people as they lift them. Right. So how we actually get the extra weight and still leave them the same size is that we actually put a uh, recycled steel. We, we center, uh, there's quite a, a big engineering firm who uh, is beside us at our factory where our factory is based in Ireland. So we take scrap metal from there, we repurpose it, and then we center it within the actual RAM itself. And that's how we get the extra weight, still leaving it the same size. I got you. And do you, do, you, uh, do you have to buy the used tires or do you, do you take them off people's hands? There, there is a company that actually uh, sources the tires for us and actually grinds the tire down to the grade that we need. So if you can imagine if you're on a, on, on a football field in America, those wee little black things that, get caught up in your shoe when you come yeah. home in the house full of that's basically crumb rubber uh, it's, it's shredded tires so the, the type of grade that we get is like a salt grade nearly a sand type grade which gives the ram the smooth surface just as a completely side story uh i used to play goalie in soccer and they started putting those little pellets out there and there was there was a, a disordinate amount of people that were soccer goalies that got some kind of rare cancer um, with the original tires that they were using because of like getting like, you know, like your little crevices or in your ears or wh whatever. Um, there was like a 60 minutes uh, video about that. Um, but when you're recycling tires with the tires that you're getting, um, talk about like, well, one that what's that doing to the environment, right? That tire is obviously not, you know, in the water and it's not on a beach somewhere uh, where, where it could be. Um, but is there anything that's going on with that rubber that's kind of been now, um, you know, basically stabilized from an environmental standpoint or, you know, not emitting any issues of like, you know, waste. Yeah, well, obviously, we're, we're, obviously we're in Europe. And one thing about Europe is they're pretty strict on the regulations. Uh, so all our tires are sourced within Europe. And, and that, we, you know, you can, we're very conscious of that. And the company that we deal with who sources our tires for us are very conscious of that as well. So as regards that, there, there, there doesn't be an issue at all. There, you know, in other parts of the world, you know, there's question marks over over tires, but within Europe, you know, there's there's nothing. It's heavily regulated. Gotcha. So you developed this product because it's out of a frustration of something that you personally experienced. How did you then say, or did you say, I right, was starting this company? Here's the size of the market. Here's our go-to-market strategy. 
Or, you know, Pat, did you kind of say, look, I know we need this. Let's build it. And then like, let's go to the next sequential step. So talk about how you built the business and what you learned from that or what you do differently. Okay. So as I said, we, we built the product for our own needs. And uh, so the market in Ireland for those similar needs is quite small. Right. Uh, and we sort of exhausted that fairly quickly. And it's a very niche market that we have, we have in Ireland. So uh, we had two choices, either to um, go to the UK with the product next or go to the US. And as everybody knows, that products that come out of the US have a much higher chance of being successful than, than, than most. So the US is, is where it's happening in the, in the world of fitness. So we made a conscious decision that we were going to try and get some legs in the US and get some traction over there. And um, that's, where, that's where we went with the, with the product uh, do you want to tell? Yeah, I suppose uh, literally what we did, Pete, was uh, I jumped on a plane and didn't know anything, anyone, uh, just grasped them whatever, whatever I could. And I ended, I went to a couple of trade shows and uh, I met a guy called Yancey Culp. So uh, I'm not too sure if you're familiar with that name, but within the OCR world, uh, the obstacle course racing world, he's a bit oh, of a okay. superstar. So uh, I met this guy, this crazy guy, who got the product straight away. Met, met him at, at Ursa, actually, yeah, in okay. 2018. And uh, I didn't know who this guy was, but he said, listen, I'm involved with this sport called OCR, and I think this is a great product. We could fit in really well. So uh, I came back uh, to Ireland. He reached back out to me, and he said, listen, I'm going to introduce this to a guy called Joe DeSena. Oh, Spartan. sure. And... Uh, I knew a little bit about Spartan, didn't know much about Joe DeSena, but yep. Yancey's introduction of the Ram to Joe DeSena was literally uh, Joe texted him in the middle of the night to do a workout with him, as Joe does, and uh, Yancey had the Ram with him, took it down into the hotel lobby, and the two guys done a workout, and that convinced Joe straight away. He said, what's this? i got to meet these guys. Yancey told him about us. So, yeah, so we... So, so takeaway number one is find the craziest guy at the trade show and get him as your brand ambassador and sales guy. Just see what happens. Yeah, that's exactly how. Okay, good. That's takeaway number one. That's exactly how you do it. We're not paying somebody a hundred thousand dollars to do an uh, Instagram post. We're gonna but the most eccentric guy. He's gonna open doors for us. Exactly. Strategy number one: successful. Keep going. Yeah. So Joe, uh, uh, through Yancey, Joe reached out to us. Spartan reached out to us. We met with them. Uh, they liked what we were doing. Obviously, we liked what Spartan was doing. And uh, we sat down, we struck a deal. So we rebranded the, the product as the Spartan Ram. And that was back in late 2018. They introduced us. Basically, what that done, that, that raised our profile straight away. They introduced us to the Spartan world. Right. So rather than us being a product out there trying to be everything to anyone, we, we soon discovered that we needed to get into a niche market and really drill down into that market. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question on that because we've got a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this. And what you guys did was found a great partner. And it sounded like you didn't hesitate to say, hey, this is a this is a pathway for me to go big. And I'm going to give up my name and I'm going to I'm going to borrow theirs. A lot of a lot of entrepreneurs think like, this is my company. I'm independent. Nobody gets a piece of my business. I'm going straight down the fairway. And you know, I'm not, I'm not doing these partnerships that kind of put me in very close relationship at an early stage, right? Because they think that they can create their own $100 million or $200 million, $500 million company. So when did you realize that, hey, look, the pie is bigger and let's let's leverage what somebody else is doing and we, we can still do what we want to do 
yeah. successfully. Well, I, yeah, yeah I, I think I think we realized that just before we, we I think we still realized that we didn't realize what we were doing with Spartan at the time. But looking back on it now, we were like that entrepreneur that thought we can go our own way. And what one thing that we have learned from the Spartan partnership that yes, we've a very, very good product. But at the end of the day, we're not going to revolutionize the world of fitness with, with our product. And that uh, what benefits us is actually going out there and seeking these partnerships. And that's what, that's what has accelerated our growth and which will help our growth in the future. Sorry, Dan. Uh, that's great. Yeah. I, I think when we did get talking to Spartan, we, we quickly realized that, look, from our beginnings was a niche market in Gaelic Games. The Spartan or OCR world was a, a niche market, except it was 100 times bigger than our original niche market. And we, we knew that if we could really make an impact in that, in that one, you know, if you want to call it inch wide, mile deep market, well, sure. then we had way better chance of succeeding. And that's the opportunity. Spartan. Just, to, just to note here, um, when entrepreneurs try to go and raise you know, money from venture capital firms, one of the top 10 questions are like, what's the total addressable market, right? And if a big VC doesn't see like a billion dollar addressable market, they'll say, oh, this is not worth my time. Whereas some of the best companies that engineer the best products do exactly what you're talking about doing is like own the market, understand the customer, design the product. And then we want to grow. We'll figure out an adjacent market to go to from what we've just learned by basically capturing 100% market share of a niche market. So, you know, if you guys were in business school, someone would be like, hey, uh, you know, JP, like you got to think bigger. And the answer is like, think like you did, dominate it. And then there's always growth. There's always something else to do, right? So I just want to make, I want to give you guys credit for that. And also for the Spartan decision, which I think nine out of 10 entrepreneurs would say, you know what, I'm an early stage company. I'm not tagging on to somebody else. Yeah, I can do this myself. And that's a naive way to think about it. You know, when you can land a large elephant like that, that's growing on their own with a dynamic CEO, like, you know, Joe's like, I mean, he's out there probably at the Starbucks. He's out there, you know, parking his car. He's out, like, he's, he's like your brand ambassador from Ursa, man. Yeah. He's going to get noticed. Right. So my product goes along with him. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so take us down the next path. So obviously, Spartan Race did really well. Um, yeah, we, and, we, and then so, sorry, yeah, we we uh, in two thousand nineteen, yep. uh, we we we'd done the deal with Spartan, and they introduced us to Spartans through their races. So uh, I done a few pop up kind of uh, shops, if you want to call that, at some of the races, and then we had yeah. this idea. They have the stadium race series, so they had this idea. Let's let's get you into an obstacle as an actual obstacle. So in, uh, yeah, in April of 2019, or sorry, May of 2019, we done our first race, stadium race in the Arizona Cardinals Stadium. And uh, yeah, it went down really well. So basically oh, what it was, was, was 15 Ram Borpies. And what the Ram Borpie is, is a Borpie uh, with a 55 pound for the guys and a 33 pound for the, for the girls. And so you gotta do 15 of them? Gotta do 15 of them, yeah. And uh, people quickly realized they didn't know what the RAM was, but after coming out of the obstacle, they knew what the RAM was kind of thing. And uh, we quickly became established uh, as an obstacle in the stadium race series, one of the most feared, but one of the most enjoyable as well, and one of the most testing. Uh, so, so on the back of that, it, it really raised our profile within that market. 
fast forward to the end of the year, things went really, really well. Sales went really, really well. Uh, we at the start of 2020, we were ready to kick off Spartan. We were ready to introduce us into more, more dates. More, uh, there was other things had happened. We got introduced through through people just coming up to us at the Spartan race races. Uh, we got introduced to other companies, other things happening, and then that thing called the pandemic kicked in. So uh, it's at the time, just when after all the work that we'd done, it seemed like you know. Wow, why did this happen? You know, the five years of you know of trying to get to a reward, and then this thing called the pandemic happened. What'd you do on that? I mean, you guys sent me a couple of ramps. Again, I'm not telling people where I live, undisclosed. I got two in the back bedroom in my gym, and I use them and I like them. Did you have a big rush of home equipment? We 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 had we had some, but the problem we had is that we weren't established enough in the general fitness market so when somebody went to look for a piece of home fitness equipment they were searching for a kettlebell or a dumbbell something that they knew i got you i got you so yeah we, we got we definitely sales sales increased um did you did spartan have a e-commerce site where they were selling equipment yeah. that you guys tacked on to but then that wasn't like the mainstream of like people going on we on amazon we weren't on amazon no okay. no okay. Uh, we were selling mainly on, on two channels through our, our own website and through Spartan's e-commerce uh, offering as well. Got it. Uh, all right, so you took like an 18-month break, right? Like all of us did. And like actually saw like uh, flowers grow in the backyard and that there are animals that uh, that cohabitate with us. I had never really realized that until a couple of months into the pandemic and I wasn't on an airplane. And yeah. I'm like, wow, like I've seen this flower kind of grow up and these squirrels seem all hang out every Thursday, you know, at this one trade. I was like, that's pretty cool. I didn't really appreciate nature. Um, so during the pandemic, what did you learn about your own business? And say, if there is another issue like this, that's probably once in a lifetime, you know, what did you guys do to re-engineer the business, re-engineer your brain? Um, just say like, hey, shit happens and it's not going to happen again and let's get back in it. So we, we very quickly decided to focus on... Um on people who, who are going to be out of work in the indoor fitness industry. So we, we put an offering together that we call our Spartan Ram package for trainers who wanted to start training people outdoors. And that went really successful for us. Um, it was people who had been working at gyms who, who didn't have work. It was people who already had boot camps as well and wanted to offer something different. And it sustained us through the pandemic. We, we, and we actually blossomed as a result of that. I think we had, we had over, was it, about 150 affiliates actually we, we put together a package we actually developed our own app as well uh which 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 we still use and it's still very much a big part of 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 our business so we developed the app and what the app was was a trainer-led app and uh so basically uh, we put together a package where they could actually buy the physical product but we also provided the affiliate with all the training all the educational videos actually certification the KMC use as well so it was quite a quite a good package, and a lot of people availed of it. And uh, yeah, it, it it really sustained us. And like Dermot said, it helped us even blossom even more. And it probably allowed us to reach into another end of the market that other ways we probably wouldn't have concentrated on at the time. Uh, so it it, it uh, you know it, it even furthered our expansion out into the fitness market even more. Awesome. Well, look, um, I love that you're doing things that are you know environmentally friendly you know, taking products that uh, are not uh, designed properly and, and 
make them better, right? And that's going to turn into more results for, for you know, consumers. And I think the pandemic kind of made you think about, hey, there's other avenues. Like this business model is not just a product. It's a service. It's people that can use it. It's the training down. And I think, um, I think every company needs to think about that now. You know, we're working with a business right now that makes products, but they've got a huge trainer network. And they've also got a, a big commercial network and they got a consumer network. And each one of those end users has a different demand of what they're getting out of it. And you got to figure out how to, you know, cater to each one of them, you know, almost like equally. Yeah. I, so. I, I can fully understand. I can fully understand that, Pete, because it, it actually gave us time to look at the other ends of the market. Otherwise, we could have been just crazy, crazy busy with Spartan and, yeah. and not have looked at it. So during that time as well, we, the people who actually approached us, who had seen us at, with Spartan during the race time, uh, approached us and we were able to develop uh, certain things with them. So when the time came that uh, America opened back up to European travel last November, I was able to get back out. So, so we do a lot there now with Camp Gladiator. We actually gotcha. established a relationship with Camp Gladiator. They invited me out to their CG Games, then to their conference at the end of last year. And uh, again, another partnership that we've uh, gone into business with, and it's, right. it's working out extremely well. Like we're offering a whole new piece of equipment to, to their trainers, to what they offer, and it's offering us a whole new market. And they're, they're big operators, in fairness, they're an ideal company for us. Another very interesting uh, partner, hopefully it, it's, it's going to really flourish, it's going really well so far, is we've started doing quite a bit with the, with the military, uh, with the National Guard in particular. And uh, they've, they're, they're great guys to work with, great people to work with, because they're mm -hmm. brilliant at giving us feedback on the product, on how they use it and how they utilize it to the best of its ability. So uh, we, we have other products as well that were in development that we've, we've actually given the guys at the National Guard and the, and the military who are at, at this moment, you know, giving us vital feedback on it. And we're very close to doing stuff, more stuff with them on that. So, so the military is another, another big thing, uh, another market that we've managed to get our toes in the door with. That's great. Well, um, congrats on the success and the, uh, you know, the staying power, um, you know, making decisions that looking back were, were smart decisions, but, you know, a lot of people, I don't think make those, uh, especially when you, you know, it's like your first company, um, you usually learn from the first company. So you guys, I think, you know, maze this through, you know, as elegantly as you could. Um, to accomplish where you're at. So congrats on that. Uh, I think a lot of people can learn from the, the decisions you made, whether they were instinctual or, you know, very thoughtful. Um, you can sit at a whiteboard and you can just say, we're doing this, or you can like put a lot of things on a whiteboard and get the same answer. Um, great to see you. Look forward to seeing you in person. Um, great work on, uh, on building the business and I uh, look forward to hearing more uh, about the partnership paths you guys take. Thanks for the product, by the way. No problem, Get guys. the guns, bro. Check that out. <laughs> uh, later.